friends, we're your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We just want to first and foremost thank you for listening to our little podcast as we talk about friends, become friends, and just do all things friends. And we also just want to welcome any new listeners to our little journey here. Um, we encourage you to go back and listen to any you've missed and join us each week as we talk a little bit more and more about friends and just get to know each other better. So, Leanne. Yes. What are some updates we can give our people? Okay, so I have had a lot of stuff happening, mainly vacations. That's fun. Um, so I just got back from my week, actually 10-day celebrating my 30th birthday, which was awesome. So I flew my sister out from where she lives and got myself to Chicago, spent a few days in the city, got an amazing deal on a Four Diamond Hotel. So we stayed a few nights there, which was awesome, right in the center of downtown, which was so fun. And then we drove ourselves down to Nashville, where I have a few friends, and we spent a week there, and then she flew back out, which is really sad because I love my sister so much. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So, and I'm about to head to DC. Another vacation. Another vacation to visit another friend who just moved out there about six months ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and another thing. Yeah. I went out on a date. <gasps> yeah. No. Remember how we were talking to our, our little friend Jane about dates and <laughs> <laughs> and washes and whatever. Um, the verdict is still out, though. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you'll have to let us know. I'll give you more updates as it goes on, but... Cool. This is this is real time. This is happening, so... This is happening. Yeah. What about cool. you, Llewellyn? What about me? Life updates. Life update. What's the skivvy? Or the skinny? Skinny. What's a skivvy? <laughs> <laughs> What's the skinny? <laughs> What's the skinny? Okay. We just wrapped up your birthday, but now yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. What so year is this? This year is 29. So we are not that far apart in age. We are not. No. Which is awesome. You just rounded out your 20s. I'm about to round You're out about, my 20s. You've got, you've got a year countdown. I do. So That's what awesome. can I do in a year? Okay, but current life dates. But current life dates. Yes. Updates. Updates. Life updates. Yes. What are life dates? What's up with us? <laughs> we are just having fun. Um, current life updates. Well... I just recently did, I don't know if you've heard of those trunk or treat things that some people do. Yeah. We had one in like at like our community um, outreach place and we decided to do a friends themed trunk because of why course. not? Right. So it was super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a little chilly. Yes. But it was worth it and it was a lot of fun. Yes. The kids didn't really know what we were doing because they're like, <laughs> we just dressed up like old people. Like, what is happening? But the adults. The adults loved it. Yeah. That's yeah. right in their genre. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. That's perfect. Did you have an orange couch? That is the question. Yes, we did. That's amazing. Yeah. It didn't look like the friends one, obviously. Obviously. But it was close. <laughs> it was as close as we could get. That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. So the adults totally got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I and love that. Jane joined me, which was fun. Yes. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? We have a friend today. We do. Hey, guys. Hello. So, we want to introduce you friends to our friend, Nicole. 
Nicole, tell us a little about yourself. Um, well, I'm 25, and I live in the Midwest. Um, I don't really do a lot outside of work. Um, because <laughs> it, it basically... We get that. <laughs> what adult does anymore. Know, it's basically like a 24-7 kind of job. That's okay. Um, but when I'm not at work, I am riding my horse and pretending that I don't absolutely hate the cold, even though I hate every moment of it. So his name's Banjo. He's really cute. He's really fluffy right now because it is ungodly cold. So, yeah, I love it. It is. It's like a cold fall so far. I'm loving it, though. Mm. I'll admit. I'm indifferent. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how long have you been into horses or been riding horses, owned your horse? What? How did that come about? Yeah, so when I was 10 or 11, I think, my mom brought me out to the barn that I ride at now and for Girl Scouts, actually. And I fell in love with it. And I think she probably regrets it a little bit because it <laughs> is so expensive. Yeah. But that's okay. So I've been riding about 14, 15 years. And I've had my horse um, officially for like a year and a half. But I like leased him. Like you can like lease a car. <laughs> that was going to be my basically a car for like three years. So that's a lease. Yeah. Was it like a lease to own situation? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So after the lease runs out, do you like return your horse? Is that what people do? Some people do. Yeah, he's like officially mine now. So oh I like gosh. bought him and like okay. have his like official papers or whatever. But normally, yeah, people That's would so like be funny. like, here's your horse back. Like, <laughs> so not normal. Have fun. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Imagine if you did that with other living things like your dog. I just want to lease a, a puppy for three years and Maybe give it like back. Maybe like a know, child. You know, I would do oh that. <laughs> child. <laughs> Nicole. So tell us, Nicole, what area of business, like, where do you work? <laughs> well, I actually work with children. <laughs> so, um, this is so perfect. <laughs> I wouldn't return them unless they were bad. No, I actually work with kids, but um, I love it. I, like, oversee, um, like, a preschool kind of thing, and it's it's a lot of fun, so. That's so funny. It. Lisa and kids, now now we know what she does. <laughs> now we know why it's an all, all-consuming job. <laughs> Just Lisa and kids left and right. No one has ever gone missing from her preschools, so. I promise. All is well. Okay. Cool. Well, you guys have met Nicole, and we are going to get into the episode recap. Yeah. Llewellyn, take it away. Take it away. Okay, so during a New York City-wide power outage, while the gang is hanging out at Monica and Rachel's apartment, Ross tries to share his true feelings with Rachel, but is attacked by a cat. <laughs> Rachel and Phoebe begin searching for the cat's owner, but when Mr. Heckles tries to claim the cat, he spooks it. The cat turns out to belong to Paolo, a dark, attractive Italian hunk who lives in the building and doesn't speak much English, and Rachel falls for him immediately. Meanwhile, Chandler is trapped in an ATM vestibule with Victoria's Secret model Jill Goodacre, and he desperately tries to impress her. Okay, so this episode starts off with the introduction of Phoebe as a guitarist and singer, but we don't actually get to see her exhibit any skill because the blackout happens. Let's talk about that. I think it's the most hilarious moment on the whole show because she gets ready, takes a breath, the lights go out. She's like, okay, thank you very much. (laughs) And it's totally Phoebe. Yeah, yes. Um, You wrote, Nicole, that she's goals. What do you mean by that? (laughs) I don't know. I just, like, love the way that she, like, her personality is. And, like, no one else during a blackout would be like, thank you very much. You know, they'd be like, what the heck happened? Like, what's going on? Why is 
they're no power. And I just think it's funny. She almost know. she almost seemed like she didn't expect it to happen, but she was like, oh, that I'm happened. done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe someone is playing a trick on her like at the shop or something. And the setup is funny because she says this is a song that tells you what it's like to live life or the most important things of life. And then, and then the lights go out. Like, of course, it would be Phoebe. Like, that's hilarious. It I would only it. happen to Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Totally. So a blackout in New York. First of all, that sounds crazy. And it sounds like it would almost be impossible. In New York. Yeah, you would think. Because of, I mean. How massive the how city massive is. How massive it is. How many lights are. Can you imagine a blackout in New York? Okay, I did a little bit of research. There okay. was a massive blackout that covered most of New York in 1977. Really? Yeah, so this was actually probably somewhat based on a true life event at one point. Now, it was in the 70s, and I'm not you know, sure how their electrical grid looked, but yeah, it was a real life event. Cool. But this episode back in 1994 was actually tied to a Mad About You episode. So Mad About You was another show that was happening in season three at the time, and it was an episode called Pandora's Box, which depicted the cause of the citywide blackout. So they were merging shows before, like right now, the CW does a bunch of merges in their show where they're kind of cross-pollinating. Like shows have been doing that for a while now, which is kind of cool. I never would have thought that they would have had that, I don't know. Especially like a sitcom type, like what friends is like you see that on like superhero shows and totally those medical shows that have medical fire police but like a sitcom but not a sitcom really yeah yeah interesting so that was the so the pandora's box episode depicted the cause of the blackout um which was uh a person in the i never saw this show but it was jamie while trying to steal cable TV for the bedroom, accidentally causes a blackout in New York City. <laughs> so it was probably also something like a sitcom-type funny issue that ended up causing this huge blackout. And this episode also ties into um, Madman for the People episode, Birthday in the Big House. Which is interesting because they were not owned by the same production company. NBC did Mad About You, while Warner Brothers did Friends. Interesting. Isn't that so interesting? So they were even cross-dividing... Companies? Cross-studios. Yeah. Which is such an interesting thing to think of now when it comes to, like, everyone starting their own subscription channel and they want all their stuff on their own episode, like, TV show, but yet they were, in the past, cross-pollinating this huge blackout and it ended up affecting three different shows owned by different studios, which is so cool. Yeah. I thought that was a fun little fact. Yeah. Okay, Nicole, you wrote that you were wondering about Monica's phone. It literally drove me insane. I think I rewound it like two times and I was like, is that really happening right now? Like she used a corded phone during a blackout. Right. That would not work. Right. At all. Like maybe one of those big old weird looking like industrial sized cell phones, but not a corded phone. Yeah. I had the same thought, but didn't write it down, so I'm glad you did. I Yeah, I thought the same thing, too, but I was like, eh. But <laughs> it it did drive me nuts. It drove like, me nuts. How are you answering that phone in a blackout? Right. Because Chandler had a cell phone yeah. borrowed from Jill, which right. makes sense. You could still use a cell phone during a blackout because it's not connected to any external you know, battery. Right. But that's interesting. 
I wonder, I wonder if people at the time were like, uh, duh, <laughs> guys, you can't be using your phone. I wonder whose job that was that overlooked it. And Ooh. wonder if like they then realized, oh, too late. Did they get fired? <laughs> yeah, <did> they, get- <laughs> they no longer work for the show. <laughs> um, another main one of the points that was brought up is Ross and Rachel. So <laughs> let's talk about Rachel and Ross talking about passion in a relationship. Yeah, I just thought it was funny, like, Ross giving Rachel (laughs) any kind of relationship advice. (laughs) You mean because he was in a lesbian relationship with his (laughs) ex-wife? Poor Ross. Poor Ross. The guy can't catch a break. But I was just, I I don't even remember what they fully talked about because I was laughing during that whole part. Like, how are you giving advice right now? And didn't the way he gave advice make it sound like he was a fortune teller? Like, I see big passion in your future. Yeah, because that's what he wants. I was waiting for the audience to laugh yeah. at the way that he delivered it, but they didn't. And I realized they were meant to be serious. But he sounded like he was some fortune teller, like, I see big passion in your future. Like, you know, hand over the whirly ball. And <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, Nicole, you mentioned that it's like a throwback to Hallmark movies. <laughs> I don't know why. Just like the way him and Rachel were like leaning in closer, even though Rachel has like no clue what's going on. I have an obsession with Hallmark movies. Everything <laughs> Hallmark I love. So I don't know. It just reminded me of the movies and like the romance level. And then Ross is totally denied and I just felt bad for him. But And I guess okay. there is some sort of obvious foreshadowing in Hallmark movies. You know they're so going to end up together. Obvious. You they're, know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. they're like a baker. <laughs> Every movie, cut pace. <laughs> totally. They're like a baker, interior designer, like publicist. <laughs> and then it's like they fall for this like small time guy that the big like CEO is a jerk. And then we all know what happens after that. <laughs> but I so love true. every moment of them. That is so true. That's usually my guilty pleasure when I when I go hang out with my grandma. She always has. Am the I a grandma now? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but for real, Nicole but I has only... seen like every single Christmas Hallmark movie. <laughs> have you? We cannot find one that the two of us can watch together that she hasn't already seen. Okay. Do you have you been watching then all the new Netflix movies that are essentially the new Hallmark movies? I have. Okay. Yeah, there was one was about that, that I watched about like an inn or something. Yes, falling in yeah. love. <laughs> I-N-N-N. Llewellyn is, like, shaking her head at us right now. She'll want to watch it with me later. Okay, to be fair, I only watched it because the guy was from New Zealand, and I'm obsessed he's, with New yeah. Zealand. He's attractive. He is attractive. And that little hurt. accent. Mm-mm-mm. I love it. Um, okay, you asked a question about taking his time when Ross is taking his time. Explain that to us. Yeah, I. he's basically trying to, like, take his time with Rachel and, like, lay the groundwork, which I think maybe Joey said or something, but... It's clear that it takes a while for that groundwork to actually take effect with their relationship. But I just, I don't know. The poor guy, yeah, literally can't catch break. And maybe his time, he's taking too much time. But I don't think at this moment Rachel even would give a rip about having a dating relationship with Ross. Just because he is like the goofy, weird guy. Yeah. So it kind of proves in the episode that he is friend zoned. Totally. Because friend-zoned. two minutes later, she's with Paolo <laughs> yeah. and like completely obsessed. So it's not that she's not looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't even see Ross as an option. Totally. Which Joey's trying to point out. Yeah. Like, and then Joey being wise, <laughs> you just don't expect <laughs> it. And then you see it when he 
is like, what's messing you up, man? The wine, the candlelight, like, how are you missing this opportunity? Like, don't waste your time. Totally. So how long do you think was, was too long? Because if you think about the show, Ross just got out of like a seven year marriage. That's like eight weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, according to kind of our, our timeline here, but. I don't know how long would be too long, I guess. Apparently what's happening now, but I just don't think he's come across as like a suitable guy for her yet. Yeah. But he's definitely friend zoned. Yeah. Which we'll probably see come into play in just throughout the series of their annoying on and off. So annoying. More off than on, which I don't even get why it's a huge talking point because they're the they're more off than they are on in the entire series. And maybe he's not considered a suitable person because of that sweater he's wearing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys both commented on the turtleneck. Clearly I missed it. Oh, how could you? It's all it I could took see. up his entire body. And neck and face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But clothing back in the 90s was always so baggy and big. I, I guess I just didn't, it didn't click. It's just that it's the first time you really see Ross, like this David Schwimmer's body, and you realize how like tall and long torsoed he is and kind of wide like shouldered that this sweater takes up half the screen because he's wearing it and then it's up his neck. I just, I hated that sweater on Ross. But you mentioned, <laughs> Nicole, if a guy asked you out wearing a turtleneck, but all you put was dot, dot, dot after that. And you kind of scared me. I was like, wait, would she say yes? Is she like totally into that? Because we might have different opinions. No, I hate turtlenecks. Okay. Everything about them <laughs> makes me cringe if I had one on or if someone else had one on. Just the comp- comparison between Paolo and Ross's clothing. Like, yeah. who are you going to pick? Clearly, Paolo. Oh, Paolo wears a turtleneck, too. Well, he does. Did I miss that? Doesn't he? Or is it a short-necked? Oh, shoot. I thought it was like a deep V or something. No, it definitely wasn't was a not. deep V, but it was sweater-like. I don't think it was a turtleneck. Okay, it might not have been. But it was the same, almost the same shade, wasn't it? They were both in that cream color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Maybe that was just to draw the contrast between the two very different characters. Maybe, yeah. But Ross cannot catch a break in this episode, which is pretty much the same talk that we have every week, is it, Ross Ross's can't life. catch a break. This show should be the one where Ross can't catch a break, because <laughs> literally every episode we talk about poor Ross. Yeah. He gets a, he is friend-zoned, essentially. Joey points it out, has to, like, convince him to go for it, and then by the time he does, Paolo's on the scene. So Paolo is this hunky, Italian, suave guy. Do you guys think he's attractive? Personally, no. No, me neither. I didn't think so either. His hair was a little too much for me. So much. Okay, when I think of an Italian, it's not... I think of a version of that, but that might be the stereotypical, like, we're trying to... Because remember, all these characters are very intense in their portrayal. Chandler's the funny guy. Monica's the OCD yeah. control. So they freak. wanted wanted somebody that was like, like classic stereotype Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah, so that makes sense. And to draw like a sharp contrast between Ross and him. Yes, to show the difference. Yeah, he is this dark skinned, suave, hair slicked back, which is funny because in future episodes they get on Ross all the time for his greasy hair, which is hilarious. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, but. Paolo comes, like, out of nowhere. 
And you wrote a note, Nicole, too, about the relationship with Rachel and then Ross. What do you mean by that? Just how Ross was having that conversation with Paolo when he clearly <laughs> doesn't understand anything. And Ross called him some bad name. And he's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, goodness. Poor Paolo. But poor Ross, too. Yeah, it's like you don't know who to feel bad for. Yeah. Like, both. Both. But not. For different reasons. Yeah. Very um, different reasons. Yeah. So, one of the, anything else about, like, Paolo and Ross? Llewellyn, do you want to mention anything no. about it? No. We're kind of, more eh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the last main talking point of this episode is Chandler. <laughs> I love Chandler. <laughs> okay, Nicole, who is your favorite character on the, sh- on the series? Honestly, I like Ross. No! No! Uh, why do we keep inviting these people on our show, Llewellyn? <laughs> we really have to screen them before we, we invite the screening them. process. <laughs> Tell us why you like Ross. I don't... I don't... His just personality is just so funny and dorky. We must be missing something. (laughs) He's just easy to make fun of. And I guess I like people like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm a mean person. She likes him so she can judge him. That's actually true. Maybe I feel better about myself because Ross is so weird. I don't know. I just... In the future episodes, I like how he handles the whole relationship with Rachel sometimes, obviously, but... Yeah. I don't know, there's something, like, nerdy, but, like, funny about him. I can see it yeah. with Nicole. But anyways, back to the real yeah, friends. back to Let's Chandler. To Chandler. <laughs> Just kidding. That's good to know. I feel like having people on and friends on who like somebody else other than us just helps give us a better yeah, better. It is a little. It is a little weird that we both like Chandler we love, so much. like, obsessively but, love Chandler. But that's okay. But see, I it's good. Neither did Jane. Neither did Jane. Yeah. Shoot. Why don't you like Chandler? I don't know. He just seems weird. And his... <laughs> Compared to Ross? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His, like, mannerisms... Good point, Will. Good point. His mannerisms are just so weird. And he's so... I mean, nerdy, too, I guess. But just weird. I don't even know how to describe him. Okay. So, Chandler, in this episode... Okay, this is a fun fact. This is the only episode in the entire series where one character from the main six don't have any scene with any other character from the main cast. Really? That's so it only happens in season one and then never happens again. That's Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is really interesting. But it's true, the entire time he's stuck in the ATM vestibule. Yeah. With Jill Goodacre, who is a Victoria's Secret model, which is perfect for Chandler because him and Joey are, like, the funniest when it comes to, like, being single and guys and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Let's talk about the main talking point within this. It's the battle that's going on in Chandler's mind. Yeah, just how he, <laughs> how he continues to... It's like he's putting on a full conversation with himself in mm-hmm. his mind. And I think the funniest part was just in the beginning where he was trying to figure out who she was. And so he's talking to himself and he's like, oh, it's Goodacre. Her last name's Goodacre, but her, her name, her name. And then she's like, hey, mom, it's Jill. Jill Goodacre, you're right. And just continues to go on and on in his mind. I just, it's hilarious. It's like classic Chandler. Yeah. Even the way he says it, like, she's right. It's Jill. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Same with the whole, like, vestibule. He's like, is it an atrium or is it a vestibule? Oh, yep. You're right. Yep. She says it's a vestibule, so I'm going to go with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun to hear, like, his inner monologue. I think he has more monologue lines than he does speaking lines. He does, In the entire thing, which is a funny thing to bring into 
a show like that. And I think he does a re- he does a really good job at it because his facial expressions are so funny because he's not speaking. Right. He's just he's got to like hear what he's saying in his mind and like act it out at the same time, which I think is great. Yeah, that's something that you brought up too, Nicole, didn't you? Yeah. It's like honestly, if I would have seen someone having the facial expressions that D- he did, I would have been totally creeped out like buddy are you okay like is something going on with you like I don't know it was just so funny to like take out the sound and just watch his face yeah and be like you're a creep man yeah but he also sometimes does it in a really good way yeah like you can imagine when he's going yeah that's what you want to focus on he's like he's like berating himself like facial expression wise. Yeah. And you realize like the intensity of that, like, yeah, that's what you want to focus on right now when Jill Goodacre, a Victoria's Secret model is literally standing in your presence. But yeah. Yeah. I don't, it was just, it was classic Chandler funny moments. And when he talks to, when he calls and he's trying to be super discreet yes. about who he's Him with. And, Joey. and Monica's like, what? what are you saying? What? Joey just talked to him. And then he mumbles back, what does Joey say? We don't know. We don't know. He's like, yeah, like, I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, their little talk, their little, like, bro code talk was so funny. It was uh, a good point. hilarious. Because it just solidifies the relationship that they have. Like, only only your close friends could you probably do that with and, and know what each other's saying yeah. in that mumbly tone. So funny. So that was a great point. Yeah. I guess the last thing, we finally meet um, the neighbor, weird guy. The weird neighbor guy. Mr. Heckles? Mr. Heckles. So weird. So strange. And you realize how creepy he is and how much you could imagine if Joey and Chandler didn't live across the way, like those girls living in that apartment, I would be so creeped out to go a floor down or wherever he lived. It was underneath to like have him as a neighbor. You would not want him to be a person that you run into in the stairway. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the dark. Right. <laughs> like so no. true. Like even if a cat's afraid of you, you're probably a really weird and not nice guy. How did they get that cat to act that way in real life? I was wondering about that while, <laughs> while that scene was on. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Phoebe was like pinching, pinching. it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, so favorite moments from the show? Oh, favorite moment. I think my favorite moment was um the Chandler scene when he had the gum and he was trying to blow a bubble. Uh. <laughs> and he spit it out, but then put someone Ew. else's gum in his mouth. It was just funny. It was funny. What about you, Nicole? I really like the cat scene where the cat's like attacking Ross, even though I love Ross, but it just was super funny and just. It would only happen to him. The lights thing in the beginning of the show would only happen to Phoebe, and the cat attacking Ross would only happen to him. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think my favorite part was when Joey was giving Ross the advice. Because he's essentially like, what's messing you up, dude? Like, this is the prime environment for romanticism, and you're totally missing it. I think it brings out, like, an interesting characteristic of Joey, even though he's kind of a womanizer like wants all the girls but he's giving Ross like actually decent advice on a relationship yeah and I think it just solidifies different elements because you know Joey and Chandler are great friends but that kind of solidifies the Joey Ross like they're all good buddies yeah and he's giving him decent advice so I like that like element to Joey it still shows his humor like what's messing you up man but I think it's I think it's just a good moment to like slap Ross and be like go get it go grab the spoon man go get it (laughs) 
Cool. So this time on the I'll be there for you moment of the week, we've got Joey's moo point. (laughs) So how long do you wait to talk to someone when you're in an environment like Chandler is with the model? Because he points it out and he's like, it's been 14 minutes. Say something. So I'm thinking of like you're in an elevator and it gets stuck. How long do you take to talk to somebody? I'm going to be honest. Of that caliber. I'm a lot like Chandler. And I would have that battle in my head, like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is next to me. What do I do? What do I say? When do I say it? And then the elevator would ding and I'd be done. Yeah. I would probably, honestly, never say a word. Okay, but what about a blackout? You're there for 30 minutes, an hour. How long do you wait to say something to a famous person? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Who you have, like, a crush on who's, like... Yeah, I don't know. I honestly... (laughs) I don't know if I'd even say anything. The whole 45 minutes, you wouldn't say anything. I have no idea. I would probably let them start the conversation. If you were stuck in an elevator, it's a little bit tighter than an ATM vestibule would be, so. Totally. Also, I don't know if I'm saying that word right. (laughs) You're not. Vestibule. You're saying that. (laughs) Vegetable. You have to keep this in. Because every time you say, I think vegetable, (laughs) so the fact that you just called yourself out on it. It's a vestibule, right? Yes. Yes. Got it. (laughs) Awesome. Nicole? What about you? How long would it take? If it was a famous How person. How long do you wait? Uh, that you have a crush on. Like, uh, I, this is somebody I actually like and don't want to look like a fool, but like, you Totally. Know. I think that would be hard. Like, if it was just someone, like, normal, I would probably talk right away. But if it was someone famous, it depends on, like, their body posture, I guess. And it's like, I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes. I don't know if I'm feeling gutsy that day. If not, okay. I'm going to sit in a corner <laughs> and not say anything. <laughs> Wow. What about you? I think if you know you're stuck with someone, my natural tendency is to be kind of introverted. But if you know you're both in the situation, even if it's a famous person, you're just like, we're both here together. So, hey, what's up? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it would take me very long. And I'm okay with, like, I'm okay with silence, but you're just both in the same arena. So... I could see that with your personality, though. You would just be like, well, we're stuck here. Yeah. What are we going to do? Totally. And they end up playing a game and, like, it's really, like, cute, you know, yeah. on the show. But yeah. I guess it's a moot point. Yeah. Because we all have different – there's different factors and things that – so it's it's moo. It's moo. Moo. <laughs> all right. So we just want to first thank you again for listening with us today and tuning in. And we – Want to thank our friend Nicole for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having me. (laughs) We will have her back again. Don't worry. So we would love it if you'd subscribe and download on all platforms, your favorite, any. That would be great. Um, Share with friends who love friends or don't love friends and you want them to love friends. So just share with them and let them listen. Join in on the conversation and leave us a review if you found this interesting or fun or anything really just leave us a review we would love you forever yeah that helps us to gain traction with other people it does and also join us on social media we have polls and little fun things and we some of the questions we ask we will put on there so we would love for you to head over to facebook or twitter both of which are in the show notes below we'd love to get to know you thanks for listening we'll catch you next time on the one with friends podcast